my goal isn't to get you to not do this. My mm-hmm. goal is to get you to look at your patterns. Okay. Because you have patterns. Mm-hmm. I like it and I don't like it. And there's, there's nothing that can tie you to it because you'll just break the lease. Based on your track record, when things get like the scenario that I'm painting, you quit. Okay. That's fair. I receive that. You suck. Your business sucks. And you'll never be successful. How many people paid you five grand? You never lied to anybody? Okay, real quick. Anything you see in here? What? It's over, bro. Mm. What's your belief system? You're married, yes? To a woman? Or you let your wife wear pants? When I ask you for something and you don't give it to me, are you knowing that you're lying to me? Lying? You cannot move being this comfortable. But you be in the crib and your drawers just like... My job is to make you fail. My job is to make you quit. My job is to make you cry. But if you survive it, success is on the other side. How you feeling? I'm a little nervous. Why? <laughs> because I follow the show. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's um, intense. It's intense. Donnie it's was intense, intense too. That oh, was yeah. a hard one. I was hoping I wouldn't catch Donnie yeah 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 um yeah Donnie is intense she's good though she's really really good absolutely so maybe maybe like on your on your revisit we'll bring you back and I'll be prepared for her yeah yeah okay I'll take it okay thank you so much all right so uh, what's your name my name is Jayla Jayla Mm -hmm. and uh you're an entrepreneur I'm an entrepreneur how long you been an entrepreneur (sighs) like really for a long time probably like I'm 28 since like 18, I started my first organization, more mm. nonprofit though. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what? That's that's been the journey. But I grew up, so I grew up in entrepreneurship. My mom ran a um, a horse business, mm-hmm. and so she's the only black woman on this side of. I forget what it is, but she ran a horse business, grew it to like 30 something horses, oh, wow. trail riding, hundred. Still got it? No, she's doing more like she's into restauranting now. Oh, got you. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's how you got your dog trainer, right? I'm a dog trainer, yeah. That's how you got into dog training because your mom's a horse. Yeah, trainer, I just right? love animals, though. Really, it's the love for animals. I gotcha. worked at the shelter for a while, mm-hmm. and you know, it's hard. It's it's hard if you love animals to be in an animal shelter because they kind of like. I mean, you know, they get full and then they have to put dogs yeah. down. And if you're working with dogs for a certain amount of time and they get put down anyway, then it's yeah. it's like it's a lot. So I got gotcha. on the other side of it. Gotcha. And um, you are just dogs, not pet, not all pets, right? No, just dogs. Yeah. Okay. I think I was looking at, we might have pulled it up. I think I was looking at your, like, your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And what what is your Instagram? Um, My personal Instagram? Uh, Whatever we was looking at, they kind of show what you do. So we're looking at the 4ATL. That's the event center. The number four? Yeah, F-O-U-R, spelled out. F O U R A T L. Four. F O U R A T L. The four ATL. The four ATL. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the four ATL is an event center. Mm-hmm. And in the event center, you do events. Yes. But you are a dog trainer. Yes. What's your page? My dog training page? You have a dog training page too. I do. So. Okay, yes. What's the dog training page? Does your dog listen? Does your Spelled exactly like that. Dog mm-hmm. listen. Okay. They so got the dog training page. Mm-hmm. Dog, does your dog listen? 
Is that something you post on? No, I, I, no. Okay. So, yeah, the last post was um, about 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. And what's your personal Instagram? JP, the JP, brand. The brand. Mm-hmm. JP, the brand. And you're a brand, I would imagine. I thought so at one point, but then I just couldn't figure out what to change the name. The, the handle to. Okay. So JP, the brand. Mm-hmm. It shows that you obviously have an event center and, you know, this post of you're excited, got the event center and then yoga class, you're doing yoga classes. At the event center. At the event center. Yeah. Okay. And do you promote your dog training business? No. Never? So I, at this point, I'm just a, a contractor. So I work with a company, they send me clients. And I'm at capacity. Like, I don't need to necessarily market. So my end goal, just to make it clear, my end goal is that I can dog train for free, which is why I got into the event space. Because you love dog training. Yeah. And I don't want to just take clients because I need the money. So I'm getting out of, like, pushing that as a business, and eventually that'll be, like, a hobby, or I'll go to shelters and just help. Gotcha. Um, So how do you you make money? So you make money from the Currently as a dog trainer, yes. So a company hires you to train their dogs. Like 1099, yeah. Like a, I'm a contractor. So there's a dog training company that contracts dog trainers. Oh, so Kay has a dog, brings it to the company. The company charges Kay $100, and the company says, hey, train this dog, mm-hmm. I'll give you 50 Exactly. Something like that. That's exactly it, yeah. Got it. You make good money doing it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I mean, I'm married. I start, So when my son was born, I just like was a stay-at-home mom primarily. So my husband takes care of most things. So Oh, good. So you don't really have to do none of this. I don't have to, no. But I want to work and I love it. So, mm. what's your husband do? He's in sales. He's in IT sales. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So he does pretty, a lot of business to business. Good. So pretty much housewife. Yeah. You cool with that? I thought I was. <laughs> so it's a it's hard, like because I'm so I was raised in entrepreneurship. I was raised in like you know, just business and I love it and I want to learn how to do it well. And so it's hard to like, I love my kid and I want to spend as much time with him, but I want to be fulfilled too, you know? So yeah, it's hard. I can kind of see some like confusion. There's nothing that you really go hard at. Um, Like you're not, you don't have to build the dog training business. The event center, I think you're excited about it. And mm -hmm. are you promoting the event center? Mm -hmm. Every day? Yeah. On a regular basis? Yeah, yeah. Mostly on my story. Um, That's where I get a lot of engagement, but also like word of mouth, Mm -hmm. you know. So what made you want to do the event center? Um, So I have been following Neo for some years. And I don't know when, I just kept talking to my husband about it. I'm like, this could be really good. Like, I think I like this model. Like, you know, I have experience in eventing and things like that. I really want to try this. And, um... He was like, okay, I go for it. I support you if that's what you want to do, but take it serious and, yeah. you know, go for it. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. Do you not take things seriously normally? I have a lot of ideas, and that's where my struggle is. It's like I was wondering why your husband would give you that warning. Yeah. <laughs> I, and quite honestly, I, like, my wife I have an idea, mm-hmm. and I have to give her the same warning, too. Like, hey, take it seriously yeah. in a very delicate way. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. seem like I'm attacking her, but... Yeah. That's that's marriage for sure. Um, But yeah, it's definitely. um, Yeah, I just have a lot of ideas. I 
I'm so the event center might not be the thing that you really put your all into. No, I I'm all in at this point. Like, How long have you been doing it? it? Almost a year now. I've been in search of a space for almost a year now, and I finally got it September. And you're about to open it. Mm-hmm. So you're not all in. You don't know if you're all in yet. Well, why do you say that? Because it's something. So the excitement is I get the logo done. I find that venue, like the vision, the idea. And then mm-hmm. the hard work comes of actually having to get people in there and make yeah. money. Mm-hmm. So right now you're all in because it's not, there's no pressure on you right now. Yeah, rent is pressure. You're not paying it? Rent, rent, how am I not paying it? My husband don't pay the rent for the space. He takes care of our home bills, but gotcha. I'm responsible for my business now. And that How rent much is, is your rent? It's all in. It's like $2,500. $2,500? Mm-hmm. In Sandy Springs. So it's a good. Wow. It's good. So you make good money from the dog training? Um, I make decent money from the dog training. So you're taking all your dog training money and putting it into the event space? No. Where are you getting the 2500 from? So right now, so I did business funding to get me started. And then I also negotiated um, um, like rent abatement. So I have a little bit of flexibility too. How much was the loan? So I, it wasn't a loan. I got like credit card products. So like I have like three cards at like 15,000 with no interest. So if I max them out, I'm paying like $200 a month on these cards. So you went and got three cards, 15,000 together. Each. 15,000 each. So you got 45,000. Mm-hmm. And have you started using them to furnish the space and all that? Yeah, like renovations and yeah, just getting in the door, deposits and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Got it. So, but you're saying if you, if you max them out, it's only $200? Because it's no interest. So I have like one of my cards is like no interest until like March 2025. Mm-hmm. So it gives me room to like, put money into the business and start to recoup it. And worst case, I can cover that out of pocket, but it gives me, you know, just upfront money so I can get the, the space. And I didn't have 45 just sitting in my savings. Good. How much of that 45 have you spent so far? I'm at about, I'm at about 30. Like with renovations, um, security deposit, everything, I'm at about 30. And your credit card is only $200 a month. Is that... It's a, so it's one to two percent each of them, not so it's right. three cards at fifteen. Right, but so but fifteen thousand a fifteen thousand dollar balance is only two hundred dollars for a payment. Does that sound right to y'all? That's about right. Let me see. Hmm. You got fifteen thousand dollars on a card credit card. Yeah, close. And you pay about two hundred dollars a month. Two something. Yes, I mean it's, it's an estimate. I could, I don't know the exact number, but. It's I mean, you should be paying it now, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's about what you pay, too. Yeah, something. yeah. Okay. So, you're at 30, and you're going to open when? So, tonight is actually our grand opening Congratulations. Night. But bookings Get are coming in. Applause. That's good. <laughs> bookings are coming in. So, it's like, I mean, it's, it's a faith walk, for mm-hmm. sure. Because yeah. I mean, you just don't know, but people are calling, people are inquiring, people are booking. You know, we and let me not say it's overwhelming, but... It's happening. Like the traction is coming. And I think the grand opening week is like helping pull people in. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Really, really proud of you. Thank you. What are you afraid of? (sighs) I think that's a good question. 
I think that that's a good question. It's like almost emotional for me. Like I think that um, I don't know. I just don't want to. Um, I want to show myself that I can do it. You know, like you can make me cry on this podcast. <laughs> um, so it's named. It's called the Four. It's named after my son. Um, he's the fourth in. He's he's the fourth. So he's named after obviously like my husband. My husband's so on and so forth. He's a legacy. And I want to. I have this vision of this life that I want to live. It's like I want to. I want a certain lifestyle. I want to be able to. Like, when he has basketball games, soccer games, I want to go and not ask permission from anybody. Like, I want to be able to afford the things for him that I couldn't afford for myself. And so <laughs> it requires a certain level of income. And yeah. so I need I, – I was working at a um, – I did, like, a, you know, just odd and end jobs. I worked at, like, restaurants and things like that. And I had this one party that, like, it was a party of 12 – I did like the best service. It was I did everything I could right. They loved me. They raved about me, but the kitchen messed up their food. Mm. So I brought their food out. The, by the time they got their food, they were so pissed. I waited on this table for three hours and I made like twelve dollars. Mm. I was like, Been there. this is ghetto. I do not want to do this ever again. Mm. Like, and it doesn't matter how hard I work, there was no like return on my investment in that way. And I know that like on this side, it's still a gamble, but I'd rather gamble on myself and prove to myself that I can do it than like try to find a job and they're like one day, oh, well, Jayla, we don't need you anymore. Or the kitchen messed up so you can't make X amount of dollars anymore or whatever. So I think that's the thing is like, I know what I want. And I think the fear is like not having that. There's a lot of things you can do with $500. I mean, you can have a night out with your significant other. You could buy some really expensive shoes while Really nice shoes are about double $500. Um, you could buy a course or you can learn something for $500. But I have something better for you to do with the $500. I want to meet with you every single morning for the rest of your life. Well, maybe not the rest of your life, but every morning, Monday through Friday, for the rest of the year. I have information and game that have allowed me to build a successful business, a successful community, and a successful life all the way around. But I want to share that with you. But the only way we can accomplish this is not me selling you a course, not me giving you a one-on-one -on -one consultation, because even with that, you'll get the information, but you'll need more. I want to meet with you every single morning. Now, would I meet with someone every morning for 500 bucks for a year? And the answer is yes. Actually, we've been doing this thing since 2017. We have what's called the morning meetup. Every single month, we have a theme, whether it's social media, whether it's motivation, whether it's strategy, whatever it is, we have a theme for the month. And every morning in that month, we have a conversation around that topic. And I am giving a wealth of knowledge, not only myself, but a lot of friends, a lot of people that you see on this podcast, they join every single week. So you need a community of people that you can grow with and you need a coach. I'm your coach. The Morning Meetup is your community. Go to themorningmeetup.com. It's $499 and I will meet you every single morning for an entire year. Give it a shot. So the fear is not accomplishing the goal. Yeah. But the fear goes deeper than that because let's say, for instance, 
Um, you have a goal to uh, put your son to sleep. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid of not being able to put your son to sleep because you know how to do that. Now, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, right? I mean, you, you, he's never gonna. It's never gonna be like he's never going to sleep, right? You know how to put your son to sleep. Yeah, that's a skill set. You know what to do. You got to rock or pat him or yeah, stand yeah, up yeah. and walk around. I had to do that last night. Cause laying down, he just goes crazy. Mm -hmm. But you're secure. You can do that. Yes. But your fear isn't that you won't be able to become successful. The fear has to be something else because it's something that you're not confident in. I think it's the unknown more than anything, because even with like my kid, when I first, my kid with like anything that's new, it's new, you know? Mm -hmm. So like when my husband, my now husband proposed, I was like, oh God, can I be a good wife? Like, mm -hmm. is this, you know, how yeah. do you do this? If you've never had an example of like successful marriages or whatever, yeah. it's like, how do but I? Even with that, like you're not, afraid I don't think you're you're not afraid of not being a good wife maybe that is a fear mm -hmm. but it's coming from something it's coming from some sort of insecurity or a lack of ability somehow I think yeah like both like how do you know that you can do a thing until you you've done it successfully yes and so, a few times so what about you is afraid that this business won't work what is it that you're lacking that you're saying this is going to show up in this business venture Mm -hmm. And it's going to cause me to not be able to provide what I want to provide for my children. I don't I don't know if it's a thing. I think it's like. I don't know. I feel like it's just like mind over matter. Like, am I. I let me talk myself through it because I don't I don't have the actual answer, but I'm trying to give you an answer. That's why we're here. <laughs> Let's talk through it. Um, I think it's. Um, ask your question again. OK. Your fear isn't just a fear of failure or mm -hmm. fear of not accomplishing a thing. Mm -hmm. The fear is something else, something that you don't know how to do yeah. that's going to cause that failure. So, for instance, you're not afraid of not putting your son to sleep because you know how to do that. Eventually, he's going to sleep. Mm -hmm. When you are about to get married, the fear isn't not being a good wife. The fear is there's something about me. Maybe I lose my temper and I don't know how to manage that. Or maybe I'm really mm. selfish. Maybe I'm not as I'm not that homemaker that he wants me to be or that I think I should be. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to blow this whole deal. But it's something yeah, inside yeah, yeah. of you that's sh not showing up or there's something that you know about you that can blow this whole deal. Yeah. What is that? I that's a good question. I don't know. It may be like consistency. Mm. It may be just because I was thinking about the beginning of our conversation. It may be the consistency um, because that's something that like if my husband has to highlight that, then he probably sees that the inconsistency or the excitement or the hype around the thing. It yeah. may be just there we go. your fear. fear. Maybe <laughs> that this excitement, this ball of energy that you have right now, mm -hmm. y'all, I'm gonna put it on credit cards because I know this thing is gonna work out. Mm -hmm. But now that thing starts to set in, well, maybe I'll get forty five thousand dollars in debt. We have these, we have these bookings coming in right now. Mm -hmm. But what if it just slows down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it, now I'm left with 45000 in debt. And then you may have the inclination to say, you know what? I thought I was going to be passionate about this, but you know what? I really just want to be with my dogs. 
I'm gonna go back to dog training. Yeah, but I think so. I think I think that's the fear is like the uncertainty more than anything, and like because I my like all I do is consume like business content. Like I watch your podcast, I watch Neo's podcast, I watch Donnie's, like Eric Thomas. Like all that's all I do is consume like that kind of content, and so it's like. And I've been doing it for years. And so I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I want to apply this stuff. I want to try it. I want to see. But I think the fear comes up with like, okay, so let's see. But, you know, what happens if or like it's just the uncertainty. It's not knowing or having like a clear blueprint. Like dog training, for example, I could I have a mentor, you know, and I have a mentor for the event space as well. But it's still like it's a different beast when it's all on your back. Like my dog training, I get clients into me. I don't have to work for those clients, but I also don't want to do that. I realize, like I want to offer it. You don't want to dog train. I don't want to, I don't want to charge for it. Not not that I don't want to charge for it. I don't want to depend on that income for my livelihood because then it compromises. It's like a, excuse me. It's like a, it's a moral thing for me because I love it so much. If I'm just taking clients because I need the money versus like, I really want to help you specifically with your dog. Then it, it like taints it for me a little bit. And you I don't know if I can make it. You shouldn't get paid for something cause you love it. No. It, so I want to get paid for it. I don't mind getting paid for it rather, but I don't want to depend on that. Does that make sense? So, no, it doesn't so make if sense. I, <laughs> so if I have like, uh, I'm, real quick. Okay. You start the event center because you want to be able, you want to depend on that income. Yes. But you're really good at dog training, but you don't want to depend on that income. I, I just find that it's like, I don't really know how to explain it. I, I'd rather it Sounds be crazy. more like nonprofit work than like for money. So because you don't want to work for money. I do want to work for money, but like, do you have, do you have hobbies? Yeah. I want it to be more of a, a hobby that I don't have to depend on. I wish I could give you a solid example. Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to come up with one. Okay. I love playing Monopoly. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's a hobby. If somebody's going to pay me for it, I would love to make money off of something that I love. Mm-hmm. That I'm really good at. Okay. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not seeing the, the connection. I don't want to... I'm really good at this thing and I love... Working with these dogs, but I don't, I feel bad for making money from something that I love. I don't feel bad about it. I just don't, I don't want my livelihood to be dependent on it because I don't want it to like, I don't want to just take clients because I need the money. Like it, it just, but it gives me a different space, level you'll of. you'll take clients because you need the money. Because I want, I want this to be a for-profit functioning business. Yes. A hundred percent. I am I all, am I confused? Am I am I am I? I I'm tripping. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, you you need a microphone. We need to start getting a crowd mic. Bro. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get crowd, crowd mic. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. Right. So yeah. you want this to be? You want to train dogs as a passion project? But you make money. Do you feel bad when they send you your check now? I don't feel bad, no. It's not about, yeah, it's not about feeling bad. I don't know if I said that or if I misspoke or was just lazy with my words. But I don't 
feel bad about it. What I'm saying is that, like, I I, I want to give you an example, but I don't know who watches your podcast, and so nobody. It's just us here. It's just us, right? Yeah, of course. Um, let's say I have a client who um, I had a I had a client who he like adopted this puppy. And I mean, I don't, are you familiar with dogs? Do you know dogs? Okay. So it's a, a, a dog. There are certain dogs that are just like, they can be just like house dogs. They can lay around. They're happy to do nothing. And then there are certain dogs that need a job. They need to work or they become miserable mm. if they don't have like proper outlets for their energy. Really? So like, like, a, like police dogs, German shepherds, mm. they become more anxious. They become more destructive when they don't have something to do or they're not raised in a certain way. Oh, wow. Okay. But you can get a golden retriever and they just love you because you're breathing. For sure. You know, and it's it's easier to have that kind of dog. So there I have a client who adopted this like um let's just call it a working line dog. Yeah. Adopted a working line dog and calls me and is like, hey, nothing's working. I'm doing all this stuff, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, do these things. If you do these things, you'll see a transition in your relationship. Yeah. They don't do it. So I come back I'm like, hey, we're talking about the same thing. Do these things. And he blames the dog. Then he goes to like, he'll do, let's say he does three sessions with me. And then he goes to like a shelter and says, hey, my dog bit a person or my dog is failing in some way. Mm -hmm. One, it's a reflection of me as a trainer. But two, it's like, he's just not, I mean, he's not a good client, I guess, either way. Mm -hmm. I could have just told him like, I don't want to work with you. But mm -hmm. if I need the money, then I'll say, hey, well, let's just keep trying or let's, I don't know, like, it, it, it might be hard because of the company that I work with, too, like. Yeah, so you're saying you I'm, keeping trying is not going to improve that situation. Right. Which means you're not good at it. No, that's not the case, because I can't move into your house. So if you have a dog and I, we spend an hour, I can show, I can take your dog and do whatever I want with it. Yeah. And then I can tell you what to do. And then when I leave, if you don't do anything that I've said, your dog's not going to be transformed. And it's okay. not a reflection of me and my training, actually. But it will show up as that if you say, well, and, and I had this happen to me one time and the dog ended up getting put down. And they were like, hey, we worked with a trainer for six months. Like I tried and I tried and I tried. And the dog ended up like biting somebody. But it was on the owner. Like the owner just wouldn't give the dog what it needed. Yeah. And so... That's when I was like, I don't, I want to take the clients that I want to take. Right. And so I, maybe I didn't know how to cultivate that and still make enough profit to support my lifestyle. Right. But then also there's this, like if I'm training a dog, there's only, I mean, I train dogs by the hour. So if I do eight dogs a day, one hour at eight dogs a day, back to back, if I can stack them, if I had a facility, let's say there's still a cap on how much I could do Yes. versus like an event space. I can automate. I enjoy it. I, I want to well, understand. You start running it yet, so I, okay, well I enjoy what I've experienced and what I've seen and like the mentors that I've talked to and it gets worse. I, I imagine so. <laughs> telling you. Okay. It's, and so anything you do by longevity, you're going to start to, You'll see the ups and downs, the ins, the outs, the mm -hmm. stuff that you don't want to get. It's just it's just the way of the world. So in an event space, because you're saying one of the reasons you don't want to train dogs is because it caps your income because you can only do it for a certain amount of hours. But at an event space, your, your income is capped even more mm -hmm. than dog training. But it's not predicated on how much I can do. But the issue isn't 
the industry or the business that you're running, the issue is you because you can't see that you can train more people. So the the owner of the company that you work for, that you're 1099 for, they may have said, well, I can only train a few people. I mean, I mean a, a, a few dogs, so yeah. I'm going to hire you yeah, yeah, yeah. so that I can have this impact on the I don't world really want to do that, though. Like, I don't right. want to teach people. I want to train dogs. Like, it's not, I don't have the desire to, and I think that's, that's what I realized. Like, I don't have this desire to grow this, like, mega dog business. Yeah. I just want to train the dogs that I want to train and, like, and learn how to do it. I can travel and learn up under different people. I have, yeah. like... A mentor in California that I can go and stay with for a couple weeks at a time to learn the craft and then just apply it. Like that's yeah. all I want to do. But that's do. fair. If you're just saying I don't want to, I don't want to run yeah. a dog training business. If I see a dog in the street in the park, I can just work with the dog and I'm not relying on that for income. But my point mm-hmm. in all of this is you're gonna have to be reliant on your ability to make income. It doesn't even matter what the industry is. Yeah. So that event space. You're going to have to rely on that for income. You are going to have to rely on something yes. for your income. Yes, and I'm con- I I want to do that with the event space. I needed to find okay. I needed to find a vehicle to do that in because yeah. I don't want to do I don't want to work like I don't want to be in an office all day. I don't want to yeah. do certain things. So, well, let me prepare you mm-hmm. because you may not be in an office all day, but it's very possible that you'll be in the event space all day. Yes. It's very possible that you're going to have to, like, manage the events that come in. It's very possible that there's going to be a leak somewhere or somebody comes and they do an event Saturday night and they leave it a mess. Mm -hmm. You have an event Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So you got to be there all night cleaning because you can't call the cleaner and say, oh, so bad. I need I need you to come at one o'clock in the morning. So you're going to be away from your children. And then what could quite possibly happen is you say this event space is just too demanding for the little bit of money. I really you know, what? what's up, family? This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You know, you're getting the real deal, whether you're looking for a head turning hand bag or a watch that says it all i mean jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly i remember wanting the two tone rolex it was beautiful jubilee band i remember seeing it on tv i remember seeing it on successful people and what made me fall in love with it was the style the swagger the elegance of the person wearing it not even the watch it was the vibe of the person wearing it and i remember when i first got it the feeling was incredible i felt accomplished these days to know for sure you're getting the real deal you got to go straight to ebay when searching just look for the blue check mark it will say all authenticity guarantee that means when you buy it you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts ensure your next purchase is the real deal by visiting ebay.com for terms that's ebay.com really i I just want to raise my son i really want to be a mom i want to get back to that i feel like this thing is taking taking me away from being the mother that I want to be. And yeah. I, I, I don't like that. And it puts more pressure on your husband because now mm-hmm. he has to watch his son while he's been at work all day trying to figure this thing out. And that could put strain on me. I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't matter what business you do, whether it's dog training or an event space or something, mm-hmm. you are going to have to prepare yourself to do some things that you don't want to do. And feel some ways that you don't want to feel. Yeah, no, I'm prepared. I'm not afraid of hard work. I'm not afraid of like, I went through, and I I don't know what it's like to have an event space for five years. 
I know what it's like to have an event space for four months. And we're just now doing the grand opening because we went through innovations. We had the toilet flooded after we got the floors done. Then mm -hmm. we had the, we yeah. like things go wrong and I'm prepared to handle whatever comes up and mentally. How do, you, anyway. how do you know you're prepared? Because I am. I mean, how do you know you're prepared? How do I know? I mean, because I'm doing it. All I know is what I've experienced of me at this point. I don't know what future Jayla might hold, I guess. Yeah. But as of today, you feel like you're prepared. I feel like I'm prepared. But you don't have mentally any other like backing to say I'm prepared because. So for I mean, instance, but I, okay. Let's if see. somebody came at me with a knife, mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm prepared. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm. I feel like I'm prepared to de-escalate the situation. Yeah. I, yeah. So if you ask me, are you prepared for that? I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, well, how do you know you're prepared? I'd be like, well, I mean, in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I grabbed the knife, and I, right? That's but, real. But if there is a self-defense class that I took that helps me understand myself in these situations and yeah. I went through it, and then I'm like, oh, well, I'm prepared because I've been through the training of it. Mm -hmm. I'm prepared to open another venue or open another event space. I'm prepared because this is my second one. Yeah. So I know I kind of understand it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying you're probably not prepared. And I'm, but, but I'm saying that to say you need to start mentally preparing yourself for the worst and start having conversations with your husband and give out all the worst case scenarios. And I don't know if this is, I'm not a manifester, but I don't know if okay. this would be manifesting. Okay. Like imagining the worst case scenarios mm -hmm. of what's happening and what you would do in that scenario and having that conversation with your husband. And thinking through it. But yeah. you haven't, I, I don't think you're prepared, but you get prepared by being in these situations. I think also though, just to challenge that, and I'm, I'm here for coach, like to be talked yeah. through it. So that's fair. But I was raised in a like family run business. So like I seen first, not, I haven't done it personally. So there's a difference for sure. But my mom was very like transparent and like really put us in the business. So I'm seeing the ups and downs. I'm seeing like one day you're making X amount of dollars. And then the next month, like we're like, okay, how are we going to eat this month? You know, I'm seeing the, we don't have health insurance because we're entrepreneurs or we don't have like traditional lives or I want to go to hang out with my friends, but we got clients coming in or whatever. So I've seen a lot of, the um I've seen a lot of the business from that perspective. I haven't done it personally yeah. on my own with it on my own back, but I've I've worked in a business that has ebbs and flows. Like it gets yeah. cold when you're riding horses. So then what do you do in the winter when whatever you find new ways yeah. to curate events and bring people in and so I've I've seen it. Have you started and stopped a lot of stuff? Um not necessarily I mean kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say yes. <laughs> I'll say yes. For sure. Why? Because I think that, I think sometimes I get into stuff and I realize this isn't what I want to do. You know, it's like, but I, you don't know until you try it. It's yeah. like, I was painting houses in Bankhead for a while. And then I was like, just like as a community outreach thing, we would go pick up trash, paint houses. And then I realized like, wow, this is intense. Or like I went to, I created a program that was in like a few schools in that area. And I was like, okay, this is, I thought I wanted to cater to this demographic of kids, but this is, this is a, a different undertaking that I anticipated it to be. So 
So you do a um, lot of starting and stopping and mm-hmm. starting and stopping and a good idea. It feels good. It feels and, good. <laughs> and I get in it and it's like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And for some reason you think that all that's over with, with this event space. That's fair. I don't know that it's over, but I'm willing to like show myself that I can do it. You know, like I've made a commitment. I've signed a, a four year lease. Like, I'm in it, you know, I have, I have something that holds me accountable to it, which, which is the lease, like the lease, the rent, the, the, the money that I've invested, the time that I've spent already, Mm -hmm. which I think that's why my husband led with like, Hey, take it serious, you know, and do these things. And so I'm, I'm seeing, like I joined the program, I talked to different events, you're, again, you're never going to know until you're in it, but I talked to different people to see like, okay, what this experience might be. And if I hate it, then I'll figure it out at that point, but I won't know until I try it. Absolutely. And I'm just trying to find my way as a 20 For something. Sure. You know? And I don't, I don't, my goal isn't to get you to not do this. My mm-hmm. goal is to get you to look at your patterns. Okay. Cause you have patterns. Mm-hmm. I like it and I don't like it. And there's, there's nothing that can tie you to it. Cause you just break the lease. Imagine this scenario. Your rent is what? 2,500. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine in that, lease the rent escalates every year mm-hmm. what percent four percent yeah it, no i think it's like five percent five percent yeah somebody look up five tw- percent of 2500 i'd imagine it's probably an extra 125 every year or something like that is that right is that 125 good so 2500 this year mm-hmm. and then it's going to be 2625 next year and it's going to increase by like 130 or something the following year. Mm-hmm. And imagine drowning in a business where you're not making 2500 or let's say you are making a 2500 but you're spending all your time to break even. Mm-hmm. In that scenario, the old you, not this you you are today. The yeah. old you says, I'm about to break this lease. Because I'm not about to be spending all this time away from my baby without making any money. Mm -hmm. Let's run some numbers real quick on the event space. Yeah. How much are the bookings that you have coming in so far? So right now we're doing a special for like, yeah. Why you do that? No, I'm I'm listening. Right now we're doing a special for $80 an hour. $80 Um, an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got a bunch of bookings coming up. We're a lot of inquiries. We have like two solid bookings. We have a lot of inquiries. People How just much they pay? Huh? How much did they pay? So a, I don't, I don't know have the exact number because they did a couple add-ons too, and both were different. But they definitely did the eighty dollars an hour, and then um, how many hours? Six hours. Six hours. So four hundred eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. What day of the week? Um, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, One was a Saturday. Yeah. One's a Sunday. Okay, good. So about five hundred dollars. That's good. Mm-hmm. Saturday, and let's say they're on the same week. That's a thousand dollars. Let's say in that weekend. And most of your bookings are going to come on the weekends, on the weekends right? So yeah. if we keep that up, we can get to about $4,000 a month, mm-hmm. which is cool, which is $2,500 for rent. Lights are going to be about 300 probably. So that's 28 I don't know if you got to pay water. You don't got to pay water. It's now, included. Right? It's included. Mm-hmm. Lights included as well? No. Okay. So your own lights. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 2800 So we're at about 1200 profit. Uh-huh. But there's going to be a whole bunch of other expenses. Mm-hmm. And then we got to pay off these credit the cards. cards. Yep. So, and then I don't know if you're going to put some money into marketing, but you mm-hmm. got to do the marketing. Yep. 
So the numbers say, I'm talking about that's if we book out every Saturday and Sunday with whatever you're doing right now. Right. Right. It's a special, of course, but Uh in that scenario, it'd be ideal because you're like, oh, every weekend is booked, but you're making a thousand dollars profit every single month. Right. Which if your husband's at work and you're doing this, how old is your son? He's two. Two? So somebody's got to be there. Mm-hmm. Are you going to take him to work with you? Yeah. Okay. His, well, our, yes. Okay. Yeah. It could be challenging with a two-year-old. I have a two-year-old. Definitely challenging, yeah. Might have to find a nanny. Mm-hmm. And if we start paying the nanny, that might be the whole thousand. Mm-hmm. Whatever they said in that ad, they say, yo, let me not say it this way, because I think event spaces are amazing. And uh, Neil makes good money from his event space. But, even, okay, I'll put it on me. If I was going to do an event space course, whatever I say in the ad is partially true. Okay. Because I need you to get excited enough to buy it. Mm-hmm. And in the ad, we don't go through the numbers. Mm-hmm. In the ad, we say this is the potential that we can make, right? Yeah. But my, my goal is to give you this harsh reality. One, it's going to take a little while for you to build this out. Right. And then you have debt. Right. And then you have a family. Right. And the husband may feel away because you're spending so much time away. It's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And based on your track record, when things get like the scenario that I'm painting, you quit. Okay. That's fair. I receive that. What do we do? Not quit. Not quit. Not so quit. Yeah. Are you sure you're not going to quit? I'm sure, yeah. I'm I'm committed. I'm committed. And if I'm honest, like one of the things that I've like being married has taught me like commitment because <laughs> it's definitely a I mean, you're married, you know. Like yeah. it it that it that has taught me commitment and I didn't understand it fully until I was married. So. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm working on it. I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I think I, I, I understand that. And I reckon I, I receive that for sure. That's helpful. Have you run the numbers on what you want to make? Yes. What do you want to make? So I want to do at least 10,000, 10 to 15,000 a month. 10 to 15,000 a month. Okay. That's my, that's what I, in an ideal world. Yeah. And what's the plan to make that? So I have a, my packages are set up to where like I have a, three-tier system. Mm-hmm. So my middle package is where I really want to target customers to go to. So like my my essentials package is like four roofs, a wall, tables, chairs. Like it's the bare minimum. Four what? Four, four walls and a roof. Okay. Like it's the basics. Space, like you get, okay. you get the space, you get tables, chairs, you get the amenities that are included. The middle package will have like, it, it's a, a little decor with a backdrop. Um, and then the the higher package has like a photo booth or whatever, but the middle package is enough that you could throw a party and be happy. But it's priced well. Like there's a lot of value in that. The middle, how much is the middle? The middle package is a thousand. A thousand dollars. Okay. How many hours? Six hours. Six hours. From what is, is there? So any six hours. So I have it set where I can do um, two events on Saturday, two events on Sunday, one event on Friday night. So. You have to do so. It's a, it's preset times. If you want to do, you know, different times, and it's additional fee, but mm. preset time so I can fit two events. Okay. So oh yeah. So if you're doing like a nine in the morning to nine ten eleven twelve one two three so nine to three, 
and maybe like a four to four ten. to ten. Yeah. Okay. And how do we plan on getting those people in? So marketing. I'm talking with. Um, um, I have. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I should say people's names, but either I have a mentor who's talking, who's coaching me through. Like, she has two successful venues event venues who um she's coaching me through like marketing automation so that when clients come in it's a seamless process for them so client relations on top of so you pay her as a coach mm -hmm. okay. i do pay her as a coach um um this is this is not for you okay it's just for the audience okay okay a successful event venue is extremely relative. It's just for everybody else, okay? Mm -hmm. So a coach can have two successful event spaces, meaning there are things booking out, but there's a high possibility that that person's profit margin isn't as high as you think it is. So we start coaching mm -hmm. to supplement the income. That's fair. I mean... I don't think she is, and I don't know who the person She pulls is. up her, like, I've seen the... Mm. The revenue. I mean, I don't know what her expenses are yeah. in, you know, in relation to that, sure. but I've seen her back in. I think she's legit. I don't know who it is. But yeah, yeah. But I get legit. what you're saying, though, people. That was just me being hot seatish right now. Okay. For the audience, okay. Like, <laughs> not every coach mm -hmm. is doing what you think, right? So yeah. I might be running this business and I've, like, I can show, like, the income coming in, mm -hmm. but we don't know how much it costs me. So I could say, well, this person paid $10,000 for an event. Okay. But the 10000 is them renting couches, getting a stage build out, doing audio, video, all that kind of stuff. And I got to pay all these people to do this. Right, right, right. So the gross is one number, but the net could be something different. Mm -hmm. Again, your coach is legit. I'm sure of it. Okay. Yeah. Shouts out to you, sis. I know you legit. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, go ahead. I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. That's fair. So you have a coach and she's going to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really make some money. That's the goal. How long has she been coaching you? Um, I've been like formally about a month. A about month a month? Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. I think you're going to make some money. I'm just afraid. <laughs> that you are going to kick in again mm -hmm. at some point because it seems like when things get tough or you actually have to put the work in, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. At some point, even when you got your job as a dog trainer, you might have thought, yo, I love dogs. This is a dream. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever told somebody, yo, this feels so good to be able to do what I love and get paid for it? Um, yeah. You said that before, right? For sure. But now it's like, I don't want to do what I love and get paid for it. That's then <laughs> when you word it like that, it sounds crazy. But I'm that just is saying not what you said to me. Like, I didn't say it in that way. I don't want to depend on the payment for my livelihood. I don't want to grow this like grandiose dog business to support like putting my kid in school or supporting our like. Let me put it this way. Okay. So you're saying if the company that contracts you right now came to you and said, "Hey." We want you to be a business partner in this thing. We're doing yeah. $200,000 a month, and we are really providing people with a happier life because yeah. you know the struggles of a person who loves this dog, but 
I can't get this dog to do what I need the dog to do. Like we have a bad communication and yeah. you come in and you help them and you're getting paid millions of dollars to be able to improve the relationship with the owner and their pet. And you're saying one dog, one owner, a millions of dollars. Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. But you wouldn't have to do any of it if you adopt the model that they have. Meaning I can do training, but I can also teach other people that can train. Other people who have a love for their dogs, just like you in this scenario. Yeah. You can build a multi-million dollar company based off what you love. Yeah. But I think you're looking at the situation of you training, and I just don't like doing it like that for a little bit of money. If they tripled your income, you'd be like, yo, put that event space. I'm gonna do this because I love training dogs. I mean. So how we feel about a business sometimes is a lot of times directly related to the success of it. Okay. You would love to get, you would love to depend if, if they was gonna pay you every single month and it provided the lifestyle that you wanted, you just haven't figured out how to get this thing to provide a lifestyle. And again, I'm not saying this is what you should do because you clearly stated that you don't want to do this as a business, but I think you don't want to do it as a business because you haven't figured out a way to make a million dollars from it. I don't know that I want to do that. Like, that's just, yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair. Like, I think right now, because I don't have a million dollars, somebody offered me a million dollars, it would be like foolish to not take it because right. I'm good at dog training. Yeah. But if I had my choice of, hey, do you want to learn how to build a million dollar dog business or do you want to learn how to build? Run an event space where I'll make a thousand dollars a month. Or a million dollar event space. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I like that. I like do that. Do I want to learn how to do a million dollars in an event space? I would choose the event space so that I can do the dogs because that's, I just want to do that because I just want to do it. I don't want to, I don't want. We're going to have to revisit this conversation in six to 12 months after okay. you've been in the event space business. Okay. Right now in your head, it's flowers and cotton candy. I don't think so. I think that like um, I what well, you of course you wouldn't think so. That's fair. Because you're not in it yet. That's fair. I just the only true way to see how long you're gonna stay is you actually being in it based on your track it. record. That's fair. So we gotta revisit this conversation in six yeah. months. So I'll see you in six months to a year. That'll be good. <laughs> Don't quit. I'm not well, so what's your recommendation? What do you what do you what's My your, recommendation yeah. is to prepare yourself to not want to do what you're doing right now. Okay. And that's my recommendation because anyway. mm -hmm. that is every single business, every business I've ever started. I got super excited. I say stuff like, oh, this is a no brainer, mm -hmm. but it's always a brainer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always something <laughs> to be thought about. Like it's yeah. never the, the picture that I have in my mind. Mm -hmm. Transparent, tra transparent okay. conversation. So I made this big deal. Mm -hmm. about me and Donnie, we got this building. Yes. And we bought the building for a million dollars, well, 975000 And we put down, like, almost half the money. Mm -hmm. And now we just have a $550,000 mortgage, which isn't bad. We pay, like, $3,300 a month. Okay. And I'm like, yo, we're going to build out all of these rooms. And I have the mock-up, architectural plans, all that kind of stuff, 19 different rooms mm -hmm. where people can be. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. 
This is you. You should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turned 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Question for you. Why do you want to learn a new language? Like, Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? Think about this. Right. Listen, you always wanted to learn a new language. Well, let me introduce you to Rosetta Stone It is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you really, really want to learn. Listen, I am looking to really dive deep into Rosetta Stone this year. I tried it. It's really, really fun because I always wanted to be able to reach a broader audience with my business. So we about to learn this Spanish. Espanol, baby. Listen, Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 different languages offered. So if you want to learn Spanish or French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Polish, 25 different languages offered. Also, um, it's fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. For one, there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's a very intuitive process, meaning you pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. The built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also convenient. Like I said, you can use it on desktop or app um, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. You will get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages, for any and all trips and language needs in your life, lifetime access, all 25 languages For 50% off, Rosetta Stone is offering you a steal of a deal. Listen up, y'all. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Social Proof Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com forward slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Do it today. Podcasters, creators, or whatever. We got a 4,000 square foot event space in the back. It's just amazing. And I'm going through the process of building it out. 
and it's not what I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize how much this build out was gonna cost because we gotta go like extra soundproofing and all these different rooms require all these different air conditioning units and um, a bunch of different uh, panels. So look at it this way. 19 podcast rooms, we got a bunch of other rooms. So let's just round out to like 25 rooms yeah. that need outlets and are suggesting, the, electro, the electrician is suggesting that we have three different breakers for each room. Okay. So one breaker might control the outlets on the floor. One breaker might control the outlets that are in the ceiling where we're going to plug up lights and another breaker might do something else just so there's not a big load because we got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. yep. 25 rooms times three breakers each is 75 different little breakers on the, on the wall yeah. mount thing. Mm -hmm. So that's like two or three different uh, power boxes. We're also yeah. going to need two more in the event space. I'm saying a lot yeah. of stuff, but this is an electrical company has to build out all of it. Yeah. This past week, I was thinking. <laughs> what if we didn't? <laughs> what if we didn't do all this? Yeah. What if we just did an event space, four walls, 15,000 square feet? Yeah. But I already put the dream and the vision out there mm -hmm. on multiple podcasts. Yeah. This is a lot. Yeah. So, is it possible that I should go away from the dream? I talked to I talked to a, a financer, somebody that's going to give us the money to buy the uh, to do the build out. Right. So they'd have to first give us the five hundred fifty thousand dollars to clear the mortgage because they want to be first lien holder. Then they got to give us another million dollars to do the build out. That's one point five million, and they're saying it's going to be between ten and twelve percent interest. Meaning we will be on the hook for about thirteen thousand dollars every single month if they give us this money for the build out. Right. I don't like the way this feels. I really, really don't. Right. <laughs> this is the breaking point where I would just change, like normally make a pivot away from what I saw in my head, the vision. Mm -hmm. But most people get to this point and every single business comes to this point where this is not what I thought it was going to be. And I'm going to turn and do something different. Do something else. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying you have that track record and we haven't seen you push through just yet. I have a right. track record of that too, but I typically push through because mm -hmm. I know that feeling's coming. So my advice to you is I need you to prepare for that moment and hopefully you remember this conversation and you say, mm -hmm. oh, this is what he was talking this about. I that. feel it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. What can was you your, well, can I ask questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. What was your, because you're in, doing the interview, but what was your like first push through? Like what's that business model or was it like the t-shirts when you're like, okay, I'm just going to figure it out and keep going? What's that yeah. first business that you made the shift yeah i opened a kiosk in the mall mm -hmm. and i opened october 2012 and everybody's coming to support it's all the way up i just left my job so it's a big celebration and uh november we still got it going because it's black friday i'm like oh i made a bunch of money on black friday then mm -hmm. december comes and everybody's buying t-shirts for christmas it's cool yeah. and then it gets slow january mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there in the mall like Hey, come check out the brand. They just keep walking. Yeah. Hey, hey, come check us. And they just keep walking. Mm -hmm. And there's not people in the mall at all. And then I see this report about how Amazon is going to take over the retail space. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing it. Oh, my gosh. It's really slow in the mall. What am I going to do? Everybody's ordering online. And I say yeah. stuff like nobody buys T-shirts from the mall anymore. <laughs> Even though the last three months I had a good month. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then February hits and it's slow again and it's cold and there by myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. And at that point, they didn't have Uber. But if they did, I'd be driving Uber. If they had Uber back then, mm-hmm. I would have been driving. I would have got off at the mall and I would have been driving Uber all night. What were you doing? What did you do instead? Nothing. Just oh. be scared and try to sell more shirts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see my account dwindling and I'm like, yo, I, I didn't leave the Cheesecake Factory in a negative way. So maybe I can go get my old job back. Right. The door's still open. The door's still open. Mm-hmm. Maybe just part time. You know what I mean? It's just slow in the mall. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I call my boss like, yo, let me just work a couple days a week, get a couple tips. Yeah. Stuff that's going through my head. But then I realize I keep doing this. This is my pattern. Every time something gets hard, I quit. I, I start doing something. I, I move away from it. Mm-hmm. And then what happened was March came. And guess what? The same? Them taxes hit. Oh. Oh, my gosh. It's up again. I'm going to be a millionaire again. It's going down. March, April, taxes. It's going down. Oh, my gosh. The vision is clear. Then I get to be a motivational speaker again on on Instagram. Hey, guys, just don't quit. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realize, oh, it's, it's ebbs and flows in business. And this is how it works. So that was the first time. Okay. I stopped being me and okay. I started being the me I saw in my head, the, the superhero, the super successful person. Mm-hmm. And then I know in every business that I go into, I'm going to hit that wall. I'm expecting the wall. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting the wall yet. No, maybe you are after this conversation, but mm-hmm. I know, I know for a fact you're going to feel this and you're going to want to quit and you're going to yeah. have a good reason. Mm-hmm. And your husband might even say, Hey, cut your losses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause we're losing money in this space now. Mm-hmm. Cut your losses. Let's go back to dog training. You're a really good dog trainer, and you've got a passion for dogs. And you're like, yes, <laughs> you're right. Just do this. I love <laughs> dogs. This is really my passion to be able to improve the relationship with a person and their pet. This is what I'm called to do. This event space is not my calling. <laughs> okay. Just call me when it happens, and then I'll talk you through it and say, okay, remember? I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Yes. So who do I get your number from? <laughs> Send a DM for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, are you ready for the wall? Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, like I don't know what it's gonna be like, but I'm prepared. Prepare yourself. Time. Sit down with your husband right now and start talking about the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, boo! I'm super excited about this business, but to prevent me from quitting, let's just go through all the scenarios that could quite possibly happen. What do we do in a slow month? Okay, we need to come up with some sort of income right now, income strategy where we're putting money away from away for the slow months. Even if we have a great month, we still need to start putting money away because yeah. the season's coming. It's happening. Yeah. Yes. Not and if, say, but hey, but listen, I, from what I know about the event space is there's going to be all kind of things happen, whether it's a break in or something. Mm-hmm. We need to start preparing our relationship for this. Okay. Okay. Hey, if I'm if I'm if I'm away longer than I need to be and you start feeling like this is consuming me, I want you to maybe come to the space with me sometime or I need some emotional support. Just let's just have the conversation. Let's mm-hmm. just have the conversation. 
nobody talks about the bad. We all talk about what this thing is going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That conversation will prepare you. Okay. And him. Okay. That's good, yeah. All right, how do you feel? Good. It was intense, but it wasn't bad, yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Good. All right. All right, y'all can give her a round of applause. (laughs) She's ready. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.